You are listening to the weekly podcast of True Praise Family Worship Center in Miami Gardens, Florida. We pray you enjoy today's message. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord, for in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy, and in his right hand there are pleasures evermore. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Some trusteth in horse, others in chariot. We shall remember the name of our God, for his name is a strong tower. The righteous run thereunto, and they are saved. <clears throat> and there is no other name given in heaven and earth whereby man must be saved, but it is at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, every tongue must confess that he alone is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. We thank you for joining us. Uh, this Sunday morning on Facebook uh, live due to uh, the inclement weather in our, our uh, area. Amen. We thought it best to uh, cancel our morning worship, in-person worship experience and just go uh, to Facebook live. It is so wonderful uh, that in the day and the time that we live in, we have those options that when things arise, uh, we can always revert back to uh, going live on Facebook that the saints of God can still hear the word of God. Amen. Um, this does not replace, amen, our physical worship in a regular basis, but just for today, again, due to the weather and, uh, and a, a great caution for the saints of God, uh, because I believe in uh, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and all that wisdom, get an understanding. And I don't want anybody to be out in the storm and get hurt or at danger, uh, in danger or anything of that sort because because of us trying to get to the household of faith. Amen. God has given us all wisdom and understanding. Amen. And so we thank God. Amen. For you believers who are on with us this morning as we share the word of God. Amen. On this afternoon, this morning. Amen. Just for a few uh, moments. Amen. I'm not going to uh, belabor you long, but I want to get to the word a little bit. And the reason why I reverted to Facebook Live, amen, because I figured, amen, I got this word in me, so I got to share the word of God. And I refuse to allow anything to hinder us from doing what God has called us to do. Amen. So because we couldn't do it physically does not mean we could not do it. Amen. So those of you on this live this morning, I want you to do me a favor. Amen. I want you to tag at least 10 people. Go up today. Go to 10. Amen. 10 is a tithe. It represents the whole. That if you could do more, you do more. Or 10 represents to God. God, I would give you the whole thing. Amen. 10 is our base number system. Uh, and so use the number 10. Tag 10 people, 10 individuals. Amen. Even some of the saints of God who are not on with us this morning, tag them to let them know your church is on Facebook Live for our morning worship experience uh, on this morning. Amen. I want to, uh, for a few minutes, amen, uh, on this morning uh, talk, we've been talking uh, on our Sunday morning worship experience, we've been talking about the kingdom, understanding the kingdom and uh, practicing kingdom principles. And uh, and that's connected to our Tuesday night, because on Tuesday night, we're talking about the importance of us growing and be provoked to grow spiritually. Uh, and so the two kind of coincide and kind of co-mingle and co-dwell. Uh, and so I want to stay in line of talking about the kingdom of God, uh, because I believe it is important, it's imperative in this hour as the saints of God, we shift from just having church saying we're the church and we start walking in the kingdom 
the kingdom principles and what God has called us hitherto for, uh, that we get and shift to a kingdom mindset, that we move away from the church mindset and shift to a kingdom mindset. And the kingdom mindset, we start understanding that we are ambassadors. We are representations of Christ in the earth. Our assignment is to represent him. Uh, and we've been talking about how uh, in the kingdom of God, there is a constitution, which is the word of God. And our lives is governed by the word of God. Our thoughts, are governed by the words of God. Our actions are governed by the constitution or the word of God as believers. And as believers, we must start understanding and we must gravitate to the place that we start really aligning our walk, our talk, our lives, our everything with the word of God. We must get to the place where God's word, his word is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens that we recognize that his word will not change. Uh, one of the problems we have as believers, again, growing up here, especially in America, is we are so accustomed to a democratic mindset. And what we like to do, we like to challenge the law uh, to see how much we can get away with without obeying the law. But God's word is established. It is true. It is what it is. It says what it says and what we cannot do if you're going to be kingdom you cannot try to change his word to suit your life no you must learn to change your life to suit his word i'm gonna say it to you again you cannot if you're going to be kingdom try to change his word to suit your life no it's vice versa in the kingdom you must change your life to uh to your life to fit his word that your lifestyle being an example of what the king has said. And our dilemma is oftentimes in this democratic mindset, we have our own mind. I can have the freedom of speech. But in the kingdom, I know I'm not gonna like them. In the kingdom, there is no such thing as the freedom of speech because in the kingdom, it's whatever the king says. Because somebody holler on the screen, it's whatever the king says. It's whatever the king says, that's what's important. What the king says, that's what's paramount. It's not about how you feel, what you perceive, what your thoughts are. It's all about the king. Nobody holler on the screen, it's all about the king. And we, as the people of God, have to get back to the places. See, here's the problem that we have taught you prosperity. We've taught you name it and claim it, at least in fleece it, blab it and grab it. But we've not taught you how to honor the king. And we've got to get back to the place that in everything we do, we honor the king because it's the king's thought. It's the king's will. It's the king's desire. That's matter. As a matter of fact, when somebody comes to you in the kingdom and asks you, what do you think about this? How do you feel about that? Your answer ought to be, I have no thought on these things. God help me today. Your answer ought to be when folk are questioning you about the things of the kingdom. I have no thoughts on these things. Why? Because my thoughts are his thoughts. Whatever he says, that's what I believe. All saints would say it this way. God said it. Mm, I believe it and that is settled. It must be settled in your heart that whatever the king says in the constitution, in the word of God, it is law. It, that his word will not return unto him void, but it shall accomplish. It's going to do what God has sent it to do. And so as ambassadors, we never give our personal opinions. It, it's illegal for us to give our personal opinion. My personal opinion is out of bounds uh, because I represent the government of the kingdom of heaven. And so my opinion does not count. Understand, remember, saint of God, you are pilgriming through. You are passing through. 
Uh, you are in the world, but not of the world. You are an ambassador. You are a representation of the king. And so your thoughts do not matter. And the problem is, again, uh, that we want to be, we, we, we want to have our opinion. And when our opinion does not align up with God's opinion, we want to go with our opinion. But in this season, you're going to be kingdom. You're going to have to go with God's opinion. Somebody holler, I'm going with God's opinion. Mm. Oh, God help us. And so we got to learn the constitution of the kingdom because that's what you'll be able to quote. When somebody asks your opinion, I'm going to say what the word says. I said this for years and I share my sense all the time. One of the most profound experiences I, I remember having uh, was years ago uh, with Mother Glenn, amen, in Cairo, uh, Georgia. She was telling me a story about a couple she was talking to. And as she was talking to the couple, at the end of all, all the dialogue, the couple says, Mother, what do you say? about this mother say what the words say and, and they quoted her scripture and mother simply says well i say what the words say and that's got to be our mindset if we're going to be kingdom that you've got to learn to say what the word says don't say uh, don't, don't say what you feel god help me i feel the holy ghost don't say what you feel say what the word says when sickness hits your body don't say how you feel say what the word says the word says with his stripes i am uh, that when, when I don't care what you're going through when your finances are looking crazy. You you don't say your finances are looking crazy. You say what the king said. Your king says and he shall supply all my needs according to the glory by Christ Jesus. He became poor that I might be rich. You've got to learn the constitution so you can say whatever the king says. Somebody holler, I'm going to say what the king says. And so we're going to operate in the kingdom, saints of God. It's imperative that we understand the principles of the kingdom. We, we've got to understand how the kingdom operates. All nations and kingdom, uh, uh, all nations and kingdoms contain inherent, inherent uh, principles and laws that must be adhered to by each citizen in order for the citizen to have the benefits for their citizenship, their privileges, and their rights. In other words, there are certain principles and laws if you're going to be a kingdom citizen, you must obey and adhere to to have your rights and your privileges. Don't under, don't misunderstand me, saying of God. If you're going to be in the kingdom, you've got to know that there are certain things you must do. I know you had everybody and their auntie and cousin prophesied of you this, that, and the other, but understand, saying of God, in, even in the kingdom, that prophecy is conditional. There are conditions you must meet in order to see the fulfillment of what God is telling you. And so in the kingdom, in order for you to receive your rights and your privileges, you must adhere to what the king says. You've got to do it the king's way. Can I suggest to you, a lot of us are not receiving everything that God has for us because we're trying to do it our way and not the king's way? Even Jesus understood as he was going to the cross, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. He was saying, in other words, it's not my opinion that matters. It is possible. Let this cup pass from me. That's what I desire. But nevertheless, Father, not my will, but the king's will be done. That must be our day. My will, but the king's will be done. Why? Because when I adhere to the king, automatically qualify for the benefits. But when we do not adhere to the king's way, you disqualify yourself for benefits. In the United States of America, uh, uh, certain benefits you can't get if you have a felony. <laughs> and what 
that I'm saying is right or wrong. It's just the principle of the law. The law is if you get certain felonies, certain criminal background, you disqualify yourself for certain benefits. Well, the same thing is true of the kingdom. You can't live any kind of way, say any old thing, do any old thing, and think you're going to get the benefits. Your benefits will be Again, uh, 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 these principles are called by Jesus keys of the kingdom. Jesus says, listen, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom. I'm going to give you the See, we like to jump and the shout, but you've got to operate the principle. Somebody put on the screen, it's time to operate the principles. Yeah, you, you, you've got to operate the principle because, because what's the sense in having keys if you don't know how to use them? You know, it, 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 I've had times, even in my house where I am today, I've had times uh, where I found keys around the house and, and couldn't remember uh, what they were for. What, what, what they were using. I, I got keys right now on my key ring. Uh, the other day I was going through my house with, with my keys. I'm like, what, what are these certain keys for? It, prime example, this, this is a, oh, this 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 key right here, y'all can see it. This this key ring, it looks useful. Guess what? It unlocks nothing in my life. It doesn't lock on door in my house, on my job, in the church, nowhere. And I'm holding up the key, holding the keys that don't work. They have no use to us. And instead of us discarding the keys, we hold on to them instead of knowing the keys. And so Jesus says, listen, I'm going to give you the proper keys so that you can navigate the kingdom. So it's not as cumbersome. It's not as cumbersome for you when it's time to operate the kingdom. How many of us have keys to other things in life, but they ain't operating and they're not useful, but we're holding to them? And Jesus says, listen, I want to give you the keys so that you operate the kingdom. Having a key you cannot identify or match to any particular lock is as bad as not having a key at all. What good are keys if you don't use them? That's the problem with many believers today. We, we have a bunch of keys called scriptures <laughs> that, that most of us don't have to use. Keys in the scripture, but we don't know how to use them. We have keys and don't know which key unlocks which lock. Uh, we, we have all of the information, but we don't know how to use it. Having all the power available to us, but not knowing how to apply it is wasted. I keep saying this. I'm going to say it to you all again. To have information, uh, uh, you still will never get manifestation. Say it to you again. Y'all going to catch it. To get information, revelation, without implementation, you'll never get manifestation. To have keys without ever applying the keys, you'll never get the results you're supposed to get from the key. Because every key of scripture, I want y'all to note this, every key of scripture unlocks a door in your life. Every key of scripture unlocks a door in the kingdom. And imagine how many doors are in your life that remain unopened because you won't find the scripture to unlock it. 
That's why the Bible says, seek ye out of the book of the Lord and restudy to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that need not be ashamed, who can rightly divide the word of truth. When you rightly divide the word of truth, you know when to use which key at what time. There's no sense in me taking my house key trying to start my car. Because no matter how much effort I put in doing it, the car will not start. How many of us, you trying to start life anew, you trying to start life afresh, but you ain't found the key in the scripture that tells you you have that right, that privilege, that benefit as a, as a saint of God. And so you're trying to apply a key to your life that does not work in the door. You're trying to unlock. Okay, because understanding of God, knowledge of the word of God is good, it's important, but not enough by itself for effective kingdom living. So having knowledge of the word of God is not enough, even though it's important, it's not enough for you to live effectively because you've got to know how the scripture applies. So most believers lack proper kingdom mindsets. Because life in the kingdom is about understanding how to use the keys of the kingdom. Let, let, let's go to Luke, 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 the 12th chapter. Luke 12, I'm reading for myself today. Luke, Luke chapter number 12. Let's look at verse uh, uh, number 32, because I'm not going to be before you long. Luke 12 and verse 32. Verse 32 uh, uh, says to us in, in Luke, the 12th chapter, he says, Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Uh, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Uh, kingdom is God's desire for us. If somebody holler on the screen, the kingdom is God's desire for us. The kingdom is God's desire for us. So once we accept Christ, we become citizens of the kingdom with all the rights and privileges that come with it. How we enter the kingdom, into the kingdom, the full enjoyment of our benefits and privileges. The question we must ask ourselves, what are the keys to effectively live in the kingdom that we must ask? So once you got saved, you, you were partial in the church to enter the kingdom. Now you got to get in the word to get the keys to understand how do I live in the kingdom? How do I operate in the kingdom? How do I open doors in the kingdom? Because again, a whole lot of us have a lot of unopened doors in our lives, in the kingdom. This is the other day, a couple of days ago, uh, I had a gentleman come, come, come to my house uh, about doing something. And, and he says, says, Mr. Mr. Williams, um, 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 uh, how do you get to, to the attic? How do you get to the, the attic? And so on, in, in my hallway, I, ha I have a little door, a little small climb up door. And I said to him, I said, I, I believe uh, this is it here. There's some stuff in there. Uh, but I think you can go uh, kind of climb in there and see see some stuff. And, and a gentleman says to me, he says, Mr. Mr. Williams, that might be one access, but I don't believe that's the main access. And, and, and so then I thought about it and I happened to just kind of glance up and, and in the room, that there's a big uh, uh, another door on, on the top, and and I said to him, you think that might be it? Now, mind you, you gotta catch this. I, I've been living in this house twenty years. <laughs> I've been living in this house twenty years. Knew that the door was there, but never took the time to access it. Whew. Never took the time to find out how you open it, how you get in. Now, here's what you understand. According to the gentleman, that spot gives you access to the whole roof, the whole house, from one end to another. Okay, okay. 
you'll be surprised that one key in scripture can give you access to many levels in God. But because we've not taken the time to go and identify the key, identify the word, identify what it says, we have missed access to things that are available to us. Now, here's, here's the thing. I've had several things done in my house, different work I've had done in my house. And I had some reason lights put up uh, that's even in here. And, and, you know, it never dawned on me, well, how did the gentleman get the, the electricity up there when this is up there? And it never dawned on me. And here's the thing. Just to me, he had access by based on his knowledge to things I have access to, but I lack the knowledge to know how to get them. Y'all missed it. There are things in the kingdom you have access to, but because you lack the knowledge, you've not walked into those things. There are things in the kingdom God has told you are yours. You can have them, but because you've not taken the time to study the word of God, to see what the scripture says, you lost your access. Let, let's go to Matthew. Matthew Matthew 16. Let, let me hurry. Let me hurry because I don't want to hold you. This is going to be just, just a brief one uh, on today. Matthew chapter number 16. And let's look at uh, 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 verse 13. Let's go verse 13 of uh, verse 13 through through 19. Uh, 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 uh. Here, here what he says. He says, uh, when Jesus came onto the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, when, whom do men say that I the son of man am? Here, here what Jesus says. Real quick, my, my version. Jesus says to his disciples, he says, what's the word on the street about me? Because, because if you want to hear what's going on in the street, ask the saints. They, they know what's going on in the street. So Jesus said, what's the word in the street about me? And, and they said, so 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 they had heard. <laughs> they had heard folk talk about Jesus. They heard folk talk about their leader, but they never told the leader who had been talking about him. But they, they heard and they said, Jesus, some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias and others Jeremiah's uh, 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 and one of the prophets. He said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? Jesus said, okay, you, you told me what everybody else is saying about me, but what is your revelation of who I am? Because hear me said of God, without a revelation of who Jesus Christ is, you'll never be able to properly operate the kingdom. You must have a working revelation of who Jesus is. Somebody put on the screen, I need a working revelation. I need, I need a working revelation of, of who, who Jesus uh, of the Christ is. So Jesus, they said to Jesus, uh, 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 Jesus, this was that people say, y'all, Jesus said the verse number 15, who do you say I am? And, and, and Simon Peter answered and said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said unto him, blessed art thou, Simon, by Jonah, of flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but my father, which is in heaven. Jesus said to him, listen, uh, uh, Simon, the revelation that you have comes from the father. Because, hear me, revelation don't come from man. Revelation comes from the father. He said, you got the revelation from the Father. Look, look what he said. And he said, I say unto you that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give, look at verse number 19, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom. The keys of the kingdom, he says, I'm going to give you revelation of how to operate the kingdom because the Father has already revealed to you the key. He revealed to you who I am because you have a revelation of me. I can reveal to you the kingdom. 
because you understand who I am as Christ and because the Father has given you divine revelation of who I am, now I'm going to release to you the secret, the mystery of how to live, how to dwell, and how to operate in the kingdom. That's why you've got to have relationship with Jesus the Christ because when he is revealed, when you get revelation of him, you start serving the scripture so you'll know how to operate this kingdom. Okay, he was he said, verse number 19, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. He, he says, I'm gonna give give you the keys. I'm gonna give you the keys. Some somebody holler, I got the keys, I got the keys. Yeah, I, I, I got the keys. Uh, Simon confessed his belief in Jesus as the Messiah. Jesus tells him he got the understanding through supernatural revelation. He, he says, Listen, listen, uh, he says, Listen, uh, uh, upon this rock, I'm gonna build my church. The church is the ecclesia. Now, understand, Jesus is the upon this rock, upon your confession, upon your revelation of who I am. I'm not going to build the church on Peter. I'm going to build it on revelation. I'm going to build it on the revelation of who I am. Even the book of Revelation in the Bible is the book of Revelation of Jesus Christ. It's the revealing of him. He says, listen, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom. Uh, uh, I, I understand. He, he says, listen, I'm going to build the church. The church is the ecclesia. It, it is not the ecclesia or church is not a religious term. It is not a religious word. Ecclesia is a governmental term, which literally means called out one and was used by the Greek to refer to the synod or political groups that were chosen by the government. So Jesus says, upon this rock, upon this revelation, I am going to build my governmental structure. Understand, when you start understanding the kingdom, you understand you are a part of a governmental structure. God is setting a governmental structure in the earth, and you're part of it. Somebody holler, I'm part of the government. <laughs> yeah, I'm part of the government of God. And you, 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 you are part of a governmental structure. Here is the power of being a part of a governmental structure. <laughs> They're not going to like this. Y'all, here in America, you see people who are part of the government structure. They are ballers and shot callers. They call the shots. Well, you're a part of the government structure of the kingdom of God. You call the shots in the spirit realm. Because you are part of a governmental structure like the Senate or any political group. Ecclesia in the Roman Empire or were handpicked. To receive, okay, the Ecclesia, I want y'all to get, they were handpicked, the Ecclesia, those are the handpicked, called out, chosen ones. When you start understanding in the kingdom, you have been handpicked by God. Folk ain't got to like you, but I've been handpicked by God. They ain't got to let me in their group, but I've been handpicked by God. They ain't got to say amen, but I've been handpicked by God. Can somebody holler on your screen? I've been handpicked by God. I'm not trying to get your fanfare. I'm not trying to be your friend, your homie, your crooner, your dog, because I've been picked by God. So, so in the Roman Empire, the Ecclesia were handpicked. But here was their handpicked. Here, here was their. You're handpicked to receive the thoughts, desires, and passion of the king. You have been handpicked to receive a download from heaven to execute it in the earth. Y'all, y'all miss it. Say it to you again. You have been handpicked 
by God the King to see receive a download of his thoughts into you to execute those things in the earth. Your job is to take the mind of the king and turn it into legislation <laughs> that could be implemented in the kingdom. Our assignment is to take the thoughts, the desires, the passion of God, download them in our spirit, get them in our hearts, our minds, make them law and execute them in the spirit. Execute them in the in the kingdom. Make sure they see 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 when when you start understanding uh, uh, um even you know with this fivefold ministry oh now y'all people talking about I'm I'm apostle this and apostle that well apostle your assignment is to download the mindset of God his wills his passions his desires make them into law governmental structure in the earth in the kingdom and execute. Because if we were doing that, the church wouldn't be in the order that it's in now. Because we're not operating in the governmental structure that God has called us to operate into. This means that they have to, this means that we have to stay connected with the king. I cannot continue to give you his thoughts, his will, his desire, his passion if I'm out of sync. Because the moment I'm out of sync with the king, what I start doing is telling you what I think, how I feel. But as long as I'm in sync with the king, I'm not giving you my thoughts, my will, my desire. Somebody holler on the screen, stay connected with the king. Jesus uses this term in, in, in the scripture to describe the body of believers to he was establishing. Jesus was establishing a political rather than a religious group. <laughs> oh, they're not going to like this. Jesus was establishing a political group, not a religious group. He was establishing a governmental structure in the earth. He was establishing the kingdom to dwell here on earth and operate like it operates in heaven. The, the entire discussion about keys and about binding and, and loosing is not a religious but a political discussion. Said this to you again. Here we the scripture. And he says to you, I give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever you bind shall be bound, shall be bound on earth, shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall loose shall be loose on, on earth, shall be loose in heaven. Jesus was not talking from a just a spiritual or a religious perspective jesus was talking politically that whatever you say is law gonna be law what you say don't work does not work huh. jesus was simply saying i'm setting a government order i'm setting my cabinet uh, my administration who will carry out my wishes my will uh, isaiah said it this way and the government shall be upon his his shoulder and so we must understand that this ecclesia yeah, we we are not a secret group <laughs> when we're, we're, we're ecclesia it, 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 it therefore it is it, it, it is a secret group it, it's not for everybody we are a secret group that, that that is to carry out we've been entrusted with the will and the mindset of god everybody can't be trusted with the will and the mindset of god because we have information that is critical to the operation of the king. Jesus says, I give you the keys to the king. Okay. Which says, which says, everybody don't have keys. 
all, all of us. You you don't you don't you don't give everybody keys to your house. First 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 concept. If I'm gonna give you keys to the house, I must trust you. Uh, could you could you holler on the screen? God, you could trust me with keys. You could trust me with keys. You 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 can't trust everybody with keys. And you you don't give everybody access to the house. You don't give everybody because access to the house means you have access to my secrets. Psalms say he that dwells in the secret place. So if you ain't a dweller, you can't get access to secrets. So so Jesus was saying, I'm I'm giving this a clear that this 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 called out hand-picked select group. I'm going to provide them keys. I'm going to entrust them with critical information on how to operate. Because remember, he said to the disciples, he says, it's given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom, but to them it is not given. He, he says, revelation and understanding of how to operate the kingdom is given to you, but to them it's not given. That's why I talk to them in parables, because they don't understand the kingdom. See, when you start understanding the kingdom, you start knowing how to unlock. Hear me. You not only know how to unlock stuff in your life, you know how to unlock stuff in other folks' life. That's the power of the keys. Let, let me let me give y'all this, and, and I'm going to be done because I wasn't going to be on here long today. Uh, um, um, Jesus, Jesus is ecclesia, therefore is a secret group entrusted with secret information critical for the operation of the kingdom. This group would be so powerful that the gates of hell cannot overcome it, or the gates of hell will not pro pro prove stronger than it. Even hell itself will not be as strong as the government or the ecclesia that Jesus was a silent. That's what Jesus said when he says, and the gates of hell should not be able to stand against it. He says, listen, this, this political government structure that I am building, who I'm going to give keys, even hell itself ain't stronger than that. Now, now you gotta understand why, why Jesus says that because in in the Bible days there was an area uh, that they call hell, the gates of Hades, and it was a place where people sacrificed children unto. Je Jesus says that that any other political structure won't be able to stand up against what I'm getting ready to establish. That's why you got to know, Son of God, no weapon formed against you be able to prosper. Why? Because I'm in the kingdom. I got keys. See, see, that, that's why you are. So, so God gives, gives him information. Uh -uh. He says, I'm going to give you the keys of heaven. He gives us the keys of it, not the keys to it. Y'all oh, missed it. He gives you the keys of it, not the keys to it. As a kingdom citizen, you already in the kingdom. You don't need the keys to it. Jesus says again. I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom, not the keys to the kingdom, because once you gave your life to Jesus Christ, you entered the kingdom, you had the keys to it. Now I'm going to give you the keys of it because there are many doors in the kingdom. And you've got to know how to access, how to unlock. There's a door for healing. There's a door for deliverance. There's a door for breakthrough. There's a door for finance. There's a door. There's so many doors, and you've got to know. So Jesus says, "I'm not going to give you the keys to it because you got the keys to it. I'm going to give you the secrets of it. This is what you use to unlock that. This is what you do to get that." And the problem has been a lot of times we won't sit back long enough to be taught how to use the keys. We prefer to be shouted, run, and hope 
instead of sitting back, receiving a solid word that's going to teach me how to operate. You've got to come to a place where I just don't need a feel-good message. No misunderstanding. I, 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 I can shout and holler and scream with the best of them. I, I can sit Indian style with the best of them. But there comes a time where, where, where just touching your flesh ain't important. What is important is tell me how to use this. Tell, tell me how, how I'm supposed to operate this. How does this work? That's what Jesus was saying. So he gives us the keys uh, uh, of the kingdom, not to the kingdom. As a kingdom citizen, you're you are already in the kingdom, so you don't need the keys to it. He gives the keys that will unlock the power of the kingdom and make it work in our lives. Kingdom citizens only can have these keys. These keys ain't for everybody. Only dwellers can get these keys. Everybody can't get access to the kingdom. Everybody can't get access to your house. Only certain people you give access to your house because you understand what's in your house and you don't need somebody to take what you worked for. Jesus says only king citizens get the keys to the kingdom. And when they give me keys uh, of the kingdom, then I'm going to share with them how to unlock things in the kingdom. Uh, so, so as a kingdom citizen, you are supposed to operate at a level that blows other people's minds. Huh. Kingdom citizenship is a prerequisite for getting the keys. And so you operate at a level that when other folks see things happen miraculous in your life, how does that happen? I got the keys. <laughs> so somebody holler, I got the keys. How, how did that miracle manifest? Oh, I got the keys. Uh, we're supposed to be operating the level saints of God where we tap into resources that other people can get to and cannot explain. As a kingdom citizen, you have the ability to tap into places where it, it, it mesmerized others. How did that happen? It's simple. I have the keys. And I say to you today, saints of God, you have the keys. Because he's given them to you. He's provided you the keys. You just have to use the keys. For every situation in your life, Jesus has provided you a key. Uh, let, let me look at Luke, Luke 8, Luke 8, Luke 8 and 10. No, I'm just about through. Luke, Luke 8, Luke 8, Luke 8, uh, uh, um, and, and, and 10. Luke 8 and 10. Y'all get it. Luke 8 um, and 10. Let me get my sticky note off the page. Luke 8 and, and 10 uh, says, and this is after Jesus gives, gives the disciples a, a parable about the sower in verse 10. And he said, unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God but to others in parables that seeing they might not see and hearing they might not understand. Jesus says, listen, I'm giving you the keys. You're supposed to understand the kingdom. So so, so, so the truth of the matter, as a believer, it, you're supposed to. You're supposed to understand the kingdom. You're supposed to know how to operate the kingdom. The kingdom 
is not a secret society, but its keys have to be earned. The secret is anything that you don't know, especially somebody else does. So, so when Jesus says, listen, it, 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 I'm going to give you the keys, I'm going to give you inside information that other folk don't know, but you know it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to show you how to get healed because they don't know how to get healed. I'm going to show you how to produce miracles because they don't know how to produce miracles. Um, um, I'm, I'm going to show you how, how to get delivered because they don't understand deliverance. That's the key of the kingdom. Uh, that's what Jesus wants us to walk into. Last scripture, and I'm, I'm through for the day. Go, go to John, John 14. John 14. I'm through. John, John 14. And I'm going to be through John, the 14th chapter. John 14. And why I like the other folk to read for me. John 14, 12 to 14. Jesus says, John 14, verses 12 to 14. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth in me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And whatsoever ye ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. That's the key to the kingdom. One of the keys to the kingdom is asking in my name. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, I'm going to do it. But you got to know that. You, you, you can't wrestle with that. You can't struggle with that. You have got to know the keys of the kingdom. Again, we're not getting results of the kingdom because most of us don't know the keys of the kingdom. And here is why. You're waiting on everybody else to get you some keys, show you the keys. And Jesus says, you have the keys to it, I'm give you the give you give you the revelation of it. I'm gonna give you revelation of how to live, dwell, and operate the kingdom. It's not good enough to just be coming to church. It's not good enough to just be hollering and screaming and running. This is the hour. You got to learn how to. Operate your keys. If you don't know how to operate your keys, you're going to miss access on a whole lot of stuff. How many times in your natural life have you lost your keys and it shifted your entire day? But not knowing the keys to the kingdom can mess up your entire life, your entire destiny. I want to encourage you, saint of God, like never before. Start getting these keys. Start learning the keys of the kingdom. Start using the keys of the kingdom. And watch your entire life simply turn around because you're using the keys. Father, today in the name of Jesus, Father, as I shared your word today with your people, Father, I pray in Jesus' name. God, that as we use and operate the keys of the kingdom, 
Father, that you cause us to fall in love with your word the more. And as we fall in love with your word, the more, God, we will see the manifestation of your word. Father, I pray even now in Jesus' name, give us a hunger and thirst for your word. You declare that he who hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. Fill us, God. Cause us to love your word, your mindset, your constitution, your will, your desire, not just your testament. Your testament is what you said about us. Huh. But your will is what you wrote. It's what belongs to us. Cause us, God. Help us, God. You said to come boldly to the throne of grace that we may turn mercy and help. We need help, God. Help so that we can live and operate the kingdom principles. So that we can see the manifestation of the kingdom in our lives. And Father, we thank you for it now. We glorify you and we honor you for it now. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, I thank you today. I thank you, Father. I thank you today. Glory to God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.